This is John. This is Lindsay. And this is Confessions of Us. Hello. <laughs> hello. I like your face slowly contorted. You're like, hello. <laughs> like, what is she doing? <laughs> what is going on over there with this lady? <laughs> All right. Tonight's episode. Uh, what is this? Episode 43? 43, yeah. Of the Coupod. Welcome back, everybody. So tonight... Uh, we are going to be talking about the Equality Act. Yes. Not the whole thing. Obviously, it's a very big bill, um, but just a small portion of it as it pertains to parents um, as best we understand it. Yeah. Obviously, because we have two young kids. We talk about parenting on this podcast, so we figured it'd just be an interesting topic to dive into um, just yeah. our perspective as parents, mm -hmm. you know, um, how we parent in this crazy world, yeah. you know, and just with possible changes coming down the pipe. Just what that looks like. Mm -hmm. So that's what we're diving into this week on episode 43. Welcome. She's yawning. Sorry, I was yawning. Um, yeah, John and I had a conversation. Well, it's been spinning and just wheels turning in my mind about this Equality Act and specifically when it comes to our children and us as parents. And I mean, I could give less like I could care less if it, if it was just myself and how the world would affect me. Not to say that I wouldn't care at all, but having two children mm. and um, helping them navigate life, period, hard is enough. hard. Yeah. And then you throw in this Equality Act and how it wants to take away the rights from the parents and what we understand as like whether it's a conservative view, whether it's not a conservative view, we believe it's a benefit to our children and we want our kids to have those values. Yeah. All right. So before we jump into that, though, let's talk a little bit of our week. We're going to try and make it short just because mm -hmm. it's a big topic. There's a lot of things going on. So um, we want to give a lot of time to that. So, Lindsay, how was your week? Good. I'm ready to do this. This. <laughs> topic <laughs> she's ready to dive let's in. just do it this is a good week just kind of a standard week siobhan mm -hmm. played with her poop more so that was awesome that was just fan freaking tastic yes uh it's so bad right now that we are trying to anything we have did you we taped the top of her diaper shut <laughs> we're just trying anything we're just like sweet lord quit playing with your feces so um I'm hoping your gag reflex starts kicking in, that she starts recognizing things are gross. Yeah, no, right. Because maybe then she'll stop playing with her I poop. I sure hope so. So, yeah, I went in the other day, and it was a Jackson Pollock on my wall in poop. I so, have no idea what that it's a, means. He it's, it's was a painter. Oh. He's just very, like, abstract. And it, the smearing of poop on the wall the other day looked like a Jackson Pollock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, yeah, I forgot you went to uh, photography school. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, kids are good. Everything was good. It was just a busy... Uh, no, for you, it was really busy. Yeah, we are. The new project, I think, is uh, oh. I'll be to announce it soon, hopefully. So we're really excited about that. Um, just a quick shout out to all our listeners. We love you. Mm -hmm. um, thank you for all of your support. Yeah. If you haven't already, check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Confessions of Us podcast. And you can check us out on locals, confessionsofus.locals.com. Um, we're going to we're still trying to figure exactly what we're going to do with it. But and we're going to launch a, a T-shirt or something soon, a little bit of merch. We've been talking about We're trying to figure yeah. out how we're yeah. going to navigate everything. Um, but it's coming. It's coming down the pipe. It's coming. We move yeah. slowly as parents and, and busy people, but uh, we love you all. Shout out to all of our in, uh, 
listeners in India, India. Mm-hmm. contact yeah. contact us, yes. reach out, subscribe. Yes. Try and email us. We'll bust out some Google Translate. We'd love to talk to you. We yeah. have a, a lot of people listening in India, so we'd love to just chat and get to know you and uh, see what you like about the show. Mm-hmm. So, and if you want the questionnaire, reach out. You can yeah. email us, DM us, email us at confessionsofuspodcast at gmail.com or Corey has a DM us on any social media. We will send it to you. And there's a few of you out there that I know listen. So you're going to be getting it. <laughs> I've been thinking about it. I was like, we really got to do this because we want to know just some feedback from you all. So yeah. anyways, a couple plugs. That was our week. It was good. It's fantastic. We're trucking. Our purple mattress has not come yet. Monday. I will be sad about tomorrow. that. But Monday, mm-hmm. really pumped. The sheets and the mattress protector showed up. But I'm like, why is this stinking mattress not here? I know. I was like very upset. John, when he gets excited about something, he freaking... Turns into a crazy person. He does. And he... um. He's literally every 20 minutes, like, where's the mattress? Can I call and go pick it up? Can I? I, I called mean, FedEx. He, I yeah. said, because it's been sitting in their warehouse all weekend. And they're like, oh, sorry, sorry, loaded on a trailer. I was like, what the crap? So anyways, yeah. it'll be here tomorrow. It'll be here tomorrow. We'll be okay. here. Babe. All right. Launch us off. Yeah. Hope you're ready. Grab some popcorn. This is going to be an interesting one. Go ahead, babe. Um. Yeah. So... Like I said earlier, John and I were having a conversation last night about... Well, several conversations. Well, yeah, but specifically last night, um, I just asked him, how are you not fearful? And just been talking about the Equality Act. And, you know, we had this long discussion. And ultimately, ultimately my greatest concern is uh, parenting our girls well. And um, how... (laughs) When as a parent, you're already insecure sometimes about parenting and if Mm. you're doing it right. And then you get this curveball thrown at you um, that is a, is even affecting your ability to parent. Yeah. And I just think how important it is for, like, I was, you know, nur- specifically nurture versus nature. You know, what, mm. what were your parents or what, you know, environment where you were raised in? My family was very conservative. Sure. And so I have a lot of conservative views. And to not be able to let that be a, a huge voice you know, if there was that was ever taken away from me in raising our children, like I just well, just it seems like and there's a, there's a lot of things going on here in in our perspective, but one of the main things is the further we get along as society, and I don't think this is just a, a U.S. thing. I'm sure this is everywhere. We agree on less and less, mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. big thing is one of the big things is we stop agreeing on what words mean. We've stopped agreeing on what language means. Um, and therefore, it will plunge everything into chaos. Yeah. Because then we can't agree on anything. We can't agree. Apparently, math is now racist, you know, um, just these different things. And when you don't agree on, you know, what sex is, what gender is, et cetera, et cetera, it starts to change things. And mm-hmm. uh, it affects everything. Laws, like or the Equality Act and so forth. And uh, the other thing that's happening is, per, you know, parental rights are being taken away mm-hmm. of what yep. you deem to be right for the kid versus yeah. what the government says or what society says. And that's a very scary thing. I mean, talk about Planned Parenthood for a second and the right, how that just kind of all. Well, it's like, you know, and the funny thing is, is I remember once upon a time, I got saved when I was 20, 21. And you always used to hear the, the older Christians, some of them say, you know, we keep passing these things in laws, we're doing a slippery slope. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and you look at it now, like one of the things I think was like, and I'm not, and I'm not saying that people haven't benefited from certain things, 
but and there's a lot of problems here. Like I'm not trying to place place the blame specifically on one place, right? Like as possibly faith-based parents, Christian parents, conservative parents, I don't necessarily think that we have always parented well. Yeah. That's a whole other topic for another mm-hmm. day. Yeah. Right? Where your kids don't feel comfortable talking to you. But we only see it from one side. Oh, it's all the parents' fault. Instead of what is culture feeding our kids, right? Mm-hmm. That they feel like they can't talk to their parents, right? Mm, Where, yeah. um, you know, maybe you have a conservative family and one of their children come out as gay. Mm-hmm. Instead of navigating that together, right, what that looks yeah, like for that yeah. family, mm-hmm. it's as fed by a lot of culture and everything like that. And I think that there's a lot of parts to play. I don't think it's solely based on one thing. But like one of the things is that kids, you know, women, young, young girls can get um, birth control without talking to their parents. They just they can go to Planned Parenthood or wherever and it can be prescribed to them. And I'm, again, I'm not saying that some women have not benefited from that or been women or children well young women you know have not bedded from that they have not had kids because you know i again i understand it's it's a there's a lot going oh, on like there. yeah okay gotcha right okay. like oh i didn't want to talk to my parents about this but i was still able to go get birth control and not end up having a bunch of kids like i i understand that and i'm not saying that that birth control shouldn't be available but what i'm saying is you're you're removing the parents from the conversation yeah yeah and this, I think, is one more step in that direction where you're removing the parents from the conversation. And um, say something because I just talked for a long time. <laughs> um, yeah, I think ultimately that's that's the main point is that you're taking the parents out of the conversation. And sure, I'm sure it's the sex conversation is awkward for everybody. Yeah, and it's so no, it's not no place is it not awkward. Yeah, right. It's yeah. just such a funny thing. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, it's awkward. Well, yeah, it's awkward <laughs> for everybody. Like, yeah. Anyways, and so um, I think that's that's really the center of this topic tonight. Is parents are slowly but surely being taken out of conversations that should start in the home. Absolutely, and that's. It just, you know, again, San John, I'm just like so afraid and angry and yeah. um, uncertain about so many things when it comes to this and thinking that this could possibly be a part of our um, of our life. And um, we just, we talked for probably a good hour last night, just specifically about um, uh, that topic, you know, and not allowing fear to rule of this topic but allowing like how do i fear is not bad it's but you don't stay there and you seek god and faith and you literally like reject the the mindset of fear and that's what we believe is like well i'm not i'm not going to submit to fear i will submit to jesus and my faith um and so like how does then how does faith fit into fear and then (laughs) Um, that's getting in the weeds. I know it is. I'm just trying, I'm just, um, so main example, um, is really scared. Um, one night I woke up in the morning and then I read this verse in Proverbs where it says, some men trust in horses and other in chariots, but I will trust in the name of the Lord. And I just, that specifically like cut fear off. Mm. And I was just like, wow. Okay. To be reminded of, I can't like, I can't trust in man. I can't trust in 
okay, if this act gets passed, then I have to trust that someone else will come and fix that. I can't. I have to trust in God that he's going to do what he says he's going to do. And um, uh, you know, he has our best interest at heart. And however we get to that point, we'll we'll get there. Yeah. And that's always that's the the, the place that we're gonna going to come from. Mm-hmm. But around this topic, it's very interesting because you're not including the parents in any of these conversations. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's mm-hmm. like parents are simply looked at, you're simply a breeder and that's mm-hmm. it. You yeah. no longer have any mm-hmm. say over the child's nothing. And and here's the thing. I think with that is we again, again, it's it's the it's the breakdown of words and language, all these things. That's like this weird thought that parents always have to be perfect, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Every single family I know has issues. Yeah. Every single one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every yeah. single one has had bad experiences with their parents, good experiences with their parents. Now, regardless of how good parents are, mm-hmm. there's always bad experiences with them. Yeah. Because as all of us, it's like this weird pedestal we've, or this mm. weird comparison thing that we've done to each other where we forget that we are all human. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we are doing the best that we have with the available information. Your mom always said that to us. Like parents are so much more informed now than they used to be. Mm-hmm. Well, we have a lot more information at our fingertips. But yeah. at the time, you know, the parents were doing the best with the information they had. And that doesn't mean that we're better parents than them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's yeah. far from that a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And it's just that every generation or whatever of parents faces different issues. Mm-hmm. And I think with how parents were raised and the things that they have faced often, because again, it's like an abusing child sometimes or often will end up abusing their kids mm-hmm. if not dealt with. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's like, it's what they were shown. So that's what they're going to dish out. Mm-hmm. And anyways, I think a lot of this is like, and again, I'm not saying when it comes to LGBT or trans um, trans rights or whatever those scenarios that people have always handled it properly. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's the case at all. Mm-hmm. Like when it comes to LGBT, like, um, or specifically around like gay and lesbian trans uh, or gay and lesbian uh, conversion therapy, I don't mm-hmm. think it's been handled well. And yeah. I think that it's, there's been a lot of things that have been done. Mm-hmm. And I think from a place of parents just wanting to understand what is happening, they're trying to help their children to the best of their ability. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't think that's always been done. And there's been a lot of research that yeah. that type of um, uh, conversion therapies end up really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Now, when it comes to the Equality Act, and I know there's a lot packed in there, right? We're talking specifically like this idea that our kid can come to us mm-hmm. and say, well, so we have two girls. Yeah. One of them can come to us and says, I'm a boy now. And if we question that or want them to seek therapy, we have a right or we have a chance of getting our child taken away, mm-hmm. legal action taken us by the state yeah. or other people, et cetera. And the list goes on and on and on. So then where, what's, what's the choice? Like, well, and here's the caveat. One thing, we're not experts on this. Yeah. yeah. This is just personal things that we have mm-hmm. read and yeah. researched, mm-hmm. right? So you got to do your own research into the act. Yeah. And again, I'm not saying there's not some good things in there. There like, are not good things in there. Well, the, the idea of not wanting discrimination. But I'm, there's already things set up. I in, understand that. Okay. I'm just, because we were talking about this. What do we do? Mm-hmm. Right. What yeah. do we do if this act gets passed, this becomes a reality in a lot of ways. 
because it is it's already reality for a lot of people mm -hmm. yeah. you read countless stories of this happening to people where i was reading one story where this um this family had no idea this was happening none mm -hmm. and this i think it was a, a young woman came to somebody at her school and says i am transgender i think i'm a boy or whatever and they started giving they started using their preferred pronouns and started down this path without even alerting the parents to any yeah, of this. Yeah. The counselor said, oh, you know, you're a boy now. And it, all of these things were happening without the parents' knowledge. Or there was another girl who came to her mom when she was about 20 and said, I'm something I want to tell you for a long time. I'm actually a boy. Well, before they were 18, that they sat down with a therapist for 45 minutes and that therapist then said, oh, well, you're a boy now. Here's puberty blockers or whatever it was. Yeah. And that was without parents' consent. Without right? parents' consent. Mm -hmm. Right. When we don't do that with any other sort yeah. of situation in that yeah. regard. Right. But when it comes. And again, I think that sometimes I think there are things have not always been handled properly. Right. When it comes to homosexuality. Right. All these things. I get that. I understand that. But we can't paint a broad brush for all of these things and i'm not and again we live in america you want to be transgender knock yourself out but i think that when you continue to strip away the parents rights especially when it comes to gender dysphoria right the dsm-5 still and the dsm-4 still labels this scenario as a disorder mm -hmm. i'm sorry like that's just what it is yeah yeah and because there is crazy amounts of data when it comes to this, especially now, that 80 to 95% of kids that actually receive therapy, mm -hmm. now I'm not talking yeah. about horrible stuff, yeah. Yeah. but I'm talking about just general therapy, mm -hmm. helping kids figure this stuff out, come out of it, and then identify with their biological sex. 80 per 80, 80 to 95%. 90%. 80 to 95%. Yeah. And just how damaging the statistics and facts of damaging... Um, uh, what's it called gender transgender yeah and um quickly just talk about like that surgery thing that you were talking about yeah i thought you wanted to talk about it why are you having me talk no, about all this you, stuff you, well i just want you just to mention that which one where where men transition to women mm -hmm. and again i could be wrong people can fact check me all they want um but i remember hearing a story that when a man trans and this could be different now mm -hmm. then maybe this was a while ago but when a man transitions into a woman you know they are giving a surgical vagina basically right yeah. well your body thinks of it as a wound and um i think that there's a lot of i think there's a, you have to consistently go back and because your body thinks as a wound is trying mm -hmm. to closes it up yeah, because it's yeah. not supposed, supposed to, to be there yeah according to your body because sex is genetically wired in every single cell of your body it's not just a removal of some hormones and a genitalia and boom, there you go. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so then your, your body tries to close it up and you are basically a medical patient for the rest of your life dealing with that decision that you've made. Yeah. And again, you were 18, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. You are an adult, yeah. mm -hmm. right? We have de deemed that, right? Again, 18, here's the thing. 18 year olds are still dumb. Yeah. I remember true. when I was 18, yeah. I was an idiot. I was dumb. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like. And here's the thing is like in, but if you're 18 in this country, you can do what you want. Now, if you're 18, you decide to do that. Absolutely. Do whatever mm -hmm. you want. But the, my, our issue is that with when you're under 18 and your parents have no say in yeah. any of this, right? Especially when you have young kids. 
I think Rand Paul was talking to Congress or whoever, and he said that in England, uh, there is a gender dysphoria clinic or something. I don't mm -hmm. know exactly what it was, yeah. but the majority of their patients are three, three to ten. To three 10. to ten. The yeah. age of three yeah. to ten. Mm -hmm. Eighty, ten percent. Didn't you say? Yes. Ten percent. I don't yeah. know, except something mm -hmm. like that. A lot. But what giant decision? Forget a three-year-old. Yeah. Or yeah. do we let ten-year-olds make? Ten-year-olds can barely tell time. Or can't. Yeah. Or some of them yeah. even can't. Uh -huh. Yeah. But yet we're going to let them make a vast life-altering decision. Because here's the thing. You didn't want me to talk so much, but here we go. There are several studies that show that people with gender dysphoria, like, like full-blown gender dysphoria, not just like think it's cool to be transgender or homosexual. Actual gender dysphoria are very, very struggle with suicide. Mm -hmm. And the suicide rates yeah. are very, very high. Yeah. I don't remember exactly the exact number, so I'm not going to quote it. It's very, very high. The suicide rate is still just as high, if not higher, after they transition. If that was supposed to be the cure-all, why would it not cure things? Yeah. Why yeah. would the, why would why that would number not drop significantly, mm -hmm. at least? Yeah. But it doesn't. And I'm not saying that, that everybody has to be... At, at, Whatever. This is the world. This is especially in America. You can do whatever the hell you want. But the problem is, is when we're pushing these broad policies mm -hmm. on children. Yeah. And you're taking yes. away the white yes. rights of yeah. parents. Yeah. Right? Like, again, I think if, if the parent walks life with their kid. And here's the thing. Who is to say someone at school knows their that kid better than their parents do? Mm, yeah, that's right? great. Mm -hmm. And instead of... in encouraging conversations and communication with your parents walking life because we've talked about this several times we talked about an episode or two ago mm -hmm. our goal is to help shape our daughters into functional thriving people yeah and not i mean not just that but like yes it, I mean, yeah. one of them, mm -hmm. right? our, yeah. our goal is to be mentors to them yeah walk life with them and to say that i no longer have that right because it's not what the culture decides or the government decides mm -hmm. is for one, it's anti-American. Yeah. Like period. It takes away people's rights to choose free Might speech. Might as well just like, head off to Africa and live there. <laughs> well, it's like it goes, it goes so deep and it's, it's just scary mm -hmm. that I could, I don't have a right to speak into my child's life anymore. Here's the thing. You walk life with your kid, Right. Right. Let's say they come to you at age 10. Right. One of our daughters says, I'm a boy. All right. You walk life with them. Right. You do some you do some therapy just to help them figure, figure out, out what's, what's going, going on. on. I'm not talking mm -hmm. about hardcore conversion therapy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That um, the gay and lesbian community has has gone through. OK. And it, I don't know if it's the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just saying. But in general. This is, a, I think it's a very different thing. You're trying to paint both things with the same thing. I don't know the rates of the people come out of homosexual. I don't know any of that. Yeah, yeah. I'm just talking about specifically transgenderism. Um, and if you walk life with your kid, right? You try to mentor them, whatever, all these things, and you walk life with it. And at the age of 18, they still want to do what they want to do. That's, that's their one decision. Thing. That mm -hmm. is their decision. Yeah. And they have to live with that, mm -hmm. right? And we would not love our girls any less. Now that is, again, that is their decision when they turn the age of 18. Yeah. Right. But or it should be. There should be. It's, it, it is because it's, it's no different than, you know, we we raise our kids in a Christian home. Right. Obviously, like, for example, no sex before marriage. And then they want to run around sex before marriage. That is their choice. And mm -hmm. they have to live with those consequences. Yeah. Yeah. And that is no different. 
but to not even give us the right to do that, right? Mm -hmm. Especially when 80 to 95% of kids work it out. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, again, if that statistic was vastly different, be a different conversation. Yeah, yeah. But 80 to to 95%, that is massive. Yeah. Work it out. And we don't even get that right to like help. And again, like, why would I, why would I, again, if, why would I not want my kid to live a non-depressed suicidal life? If they can work through that Mm -hmm. and there's an 80 to 95% chance that they can work through that. What? Yeah. And it's not, it's not even about transitioning at that point. It's about not wanting them to die. Mm -hmm. And again, if the rates were different after they transitioned, I think that'd be a slightly different conversation. Yeah. But it's the same thing. Yeah. Sorry, I, I just talked a whole no, lot. No, it's good. You have a lot to say, and oftentimes you don't want to talk as much because you're like, you talk, but I love what you have to say. So. Oh, thanks, babe. Um, the one thing that really shocks me is that they, you know, if kids were going to counseling, um, well, like, uh, like you said, 80 to 95% work it out. Now, if this... Um, law was passed it would it would basically say that kids are not forced to go through therapy well, they're to, completely ban or completely therapy ban instead of looking at it nuancedly yeah, and uh-huh. this specifically type of is bad we yeah. need to stop doing yeah. this okay but when it comes to gender dysphoria or whatever okay how can we work this so it's not harmful mm-hmm. and it's like we can get on the same board with it but that's not even the case yeah, anymore because yeah, it's it's, it's, it's this like, whole yeah uh I don't even know. I don't know what I'm even looking for, but yeah. Um, I just think, again, it's the, you're not only taking away a right of a child in the sense of you, the, the child should have a right to get help. The parent should have a right for the child to get help. Well, it's like especially. Counseling, yeah, it's you like, know, meant whatever it may be. And that's being taken away. That could be taken away. Yeah, it's like, and then again, uh-huh. like you said, it's like, how do we parent? Yeah. We don't yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Like, I yeah. think that's probably what we're getting to is like, mm-hmm. we don't know, mm-hmm. you know, but it, like, am I willing? Because here's the thing, you know, you hear these situations where, especially if this passes, it may not be exactly in this bill, but it will come mm-hmm. where you have, and I think this has already happened, but you have zero rights as parents. You have nothing because mm-hmm. if you question your child, your child could press charges. The child could get taken away from you. The list goes on and on. Yeah. Right. In the Equality Act, I think if a foster parent questions or whatever the identity of the child, they get the kid. That's it. You yeah. can't adopt. Mm-hmm. You can't foster. How do we parent? How do we parent in a world where it's continually taking away our rights? And I'm not talking about extreme circumstances. I'm yeah. not talking about yeah. crazy cultural differences, blah, blah, blah. The list goes on and on. I'm talking mm-hmm. about in America, right? In a health, and that's again, they, we have we completely have eroded away what language is. So we no longer get what healthy is for a child. We know we see as questioning something a child. I think a lot of kids, I'm sure at different things, like you have little kids that be like, I'm a kitty cat. Okay, where well, are you just gonna say you're a cat from now on? <laughs> Start pooping in the litter box, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. what? Kids do and say all sorts of crazy crap. Yeah, yeah. I know I did. I'm sure you did. I'm sure other kids have. I definitely never did. Yeah. You never pooped in the litter box? <laughs> Maybe you pooped in the litter box. Who knows? That seems kind of funny. But it's like we don't. And again, I think this all goes back to one thing. 
and we've talked about this over and over again throughout the podcast, and this is just a theme for us. Where are you finding your identity? Yeah. And you know, I was reading stories where now it's it's a popular thing, it's a cool thing to be homosexual transgender, right? Because you get a parade. Because you get a you get a parade, you're cool, you're popular, it's the edgy thing, right? And I would think, and I don't understand why, but it's like, why would you want someone who's actually gay or lesbian, right? Or actually transgender, why would you want people pretending to be those things because it's popular? Mm, yeah. Because that yeah, is eroding exactly. away at the rights that you fought for, supposedly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Like, here's the thing. If, then again, I don't think, and I, I don't think that the suicide rates between homosexual and, I don't know that specifically, so I'm not, but transgender. Why would I want my kid to struggle with something I'm going to go back to this. Why would I make a struggle with something where there's an 80, 95% chance that they could work their way through it mm -hmm. instead of doing something like puberty blockers or uh, actual medical transitions or whatever the situation may be that is an irreversible thing that you are going to alter your body and it doesn't fix anything. Yeah. Yeah. In some situations, it makes it worse. Mm -hmm. So... Why would I want my kid to struggle with that, right? Again, if at the end of the day, they're 18 and that's really what they want to do, that is their right. And yeah, I can't stop yeah. them from doing mm -hmm. that. But up until that point, yeah. why would I not do everything, everything in my power yeah. to want my kid to have a healthy life? Again, notice what I'm saying here. I'm not saying, quote, unquote, normal, right? I'm not, I'm not saying any of that, but a healthy life. Mm -hmm. And... Mental health, physical mental health. health. And that's the thing is like, again, yeah. if the data was very, very different, massively different, Right, massive. Because here's the thing: if our daughters come to us one say one day and say, "I am gay," okay, we walk life with them through mm -hmm. that. Yeah. And ultimately, if they end up being gay, then they end up being gay. Like mm -hmm. I can't control that. I can't yeah. fix that. Yeah. That ultimately, that is their choice to what they're going to try to do in their sexual life and romantic life. I can't. I can't. Yeah, you know, I can pray for them. Yeah. I can do all those things, yeah. but I can't. I can't force them to do anything. Mm -hmm. Right. And I'm not going to. I'm going to do my best to walk life with them to the best of my ability, mm -hmm. to help them sort through their emotions yeah. and everything else and blah, 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 blah. But I, why? Like, why? And again, I'm not saying all parents are awesome. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. You guys I just, say it's, I'm I know. Much. It's, um, I mean, just as a, as a personal thing, you know, I was never into politics. I was never into my rights. Honestly, I just lived life as, so I'm doing it and I don't have to worry about anything. And as I've gotten older, having kids, like being married, having kids, really recognizing what's going on in our world um, is just shocking. You know, it's um, it, not all of it, it, but it can be. Right now it's blasted as very disheartening and um, scary. But there's so much of it that I have to keep my faith in check with with these topics and um i don't it's just it's a hard it's a hard question and it sounds that's kind of silly to say but um with all the things that could happen you know if we wanted to get Siobhan or Annalise if something like that happened with them it wouldn't be available no, no help besides, um, you know, puberty blockers or surgical um, 
uh, just surgery would be the only option. And it's like, okay, God, I, I have to hear from you. I have to know how to handle this situation um, because I don't want my girls taken away from me. That yeah. is, you know, yeah. and so. That, like you see, you have a thing here. It says, like there was a thing that we read. It says, be prepared to be treated by your child as the enemy. As parents, we face an excruciating choice. We are told we have to affirm something we do not think is true or betray our own convictions or lose our child. And I think about that as, you know, we, this country was, was bounded and and founded and based on freedom, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. We've not always lived up to those ideals. Obviously we, we had slavery for a long time and all these things and all these other situations that have happened, right? But we were still one of the first countries to abolish slavery. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I'm not saying we did it perfectly and everything else. And I'm not saying there wasn't a lot of discrimination that came out after that, but freedom is so extraordinarily fragile mm. and can instantly vanish in a second. And to me, this is another step in taking away people's freedoms to choose to live life how they want to live life. If you want to live in the middle of the woods and never talk to anybody, that should be your right. Mm -hmm. If you want to be transitioned into the opposite sex, that should be your right. But as parents... We are to protect and guide and to mentor. protect and guide and mentor till a certain age. And at a certain age, you are an adult and you do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. yeah. I think that's, even, I don't know if they say that's biblical, but like, it's the same idea. The, yeah. They are put into our care and we are having our freedom, freedoms, freedoms stripped away in the sake of wanting to protect a certain class or not have discrimination, which again, I don't under, truly understand because there's already discrimination laws, yeah, yeah. whatever. So, but it's like, again, right, we're painting with this broad brush instead of looking at, we have lost any sort of nuance. We have lost any sort of agreement on anything. This is the way our country will continue to go. Mm -hmm. Unless we talk to each other, Unless we can agree on what things mean. Because if we can't yeah. agree on what words, laws don't mean anything. Mm -hmm. Nothing means squat anymore. Well, I think even just trying to get back on track with the like parenting in it, I, um, what would it look like, for instance, for Siobhan or Annalise to go to school and us having to explain to them, okay, in the, in the boys' bath or... Oh, the stuff you that's know, happening in public that, schools? Oh, my gosh. That specifically. Like, yeah. if we, you know, figuring out how to even communicate the fact that, like, that, or this is why you don't go to school, because this is happening. So we're homeschooling or we're doing A, B, and C. And so I think that's even a conversation. Having to answer questions that um, maybe we, we typically wouldn't have to. I don't know if I told you this. I don't know where I heard this or saw this. I don't know if it's happening or that people want it to happen. I'm pretty sure certain part of the political people want to ban your right to homeschool your child. <laughs> you have to send them to a, a state-sponsored school. Where did you hear that a while ago? No, heard it oh. recently. Oh, well. I don't know if they want to do that, or if they've done it in certain areas, or what they're trying to do. Because, for example, for some reason, the Democrats hate school choice. They don't like the idea that you should be able to choose where you want to go to school. They want you to go to the state-funded schools. I mean, there's a whole yeah. thing behind that, but, um, which makes no sense to me, even in the, the, pr I, the praised Nordic countries. I just hate, I don't hate him. I hate 
all that is happening through him, through Biden. I just, I, I'm like literally enraged at how it is. It's just sick to me. It's sick that they don't value parents' um, work that we put in for our kids. You know, the time, the heart, the blood, sweat, and tears for our children. They don't even, they don't give a shit about that. And I think that um, I just, it's like so shocking to me to think that people can be so heartless, so heartless. And that, that like ignorance or just stupidity is counted as truth. And I don't get that. Well, it's the whole idea of that you have to be tolerant and acceptant, right? And they forget that love while it does have some of those qualities is not all it is. The ultimate thing of love is it speaks truth. Mm-hmm. But people don't want to hear any form of truth that they disagree with. Yeah. And then they deem it as bigotry or so forth. But again, we have to have a foundation of truth. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like two plus two has to equal four or the universe falls apart. Mm-hmm. Not, not just the fit, like everything, because we have based everything that we know on space, things we can't see on math of some sort, right? Mm-hmm. And they have found yeah. math and everything, right? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But we do have no foundation of truth. So therefore, anybody's truth, right? And that just breeds chaos. And that's how we get to the point where we're at now, where, you know, if you tell your child, if they say the opposite sex, and be like, oh no, that's, that's not what's going on, or no, sweetie, or whatever, then you're a bigot and a racist. That's what they're going to do with this because that's what they've already tried to do. If you do not exactly affirm everybody's whatever, then you're a bigot and you're a racist. And we've gotten to this point where no one wants to speak out anymore. Mm -hmm. Everybody is clubbed into silence because they don't want to be deemed a racist and or a bigot. Right. And I, 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 we won't do that. Yeah. Yeah. We think that the thing about love and truth is that it changes you. It doesn't let you stay where you are, mm-hmm. yeah. right? It's like if we, for example, as raising kids, for example, if we never parented them, we never spoke the truth to them, you can't have cake for dinner. Think of, a, think of how a child would end up with zero discipline. Mm-hmm. You all know them. Yeah. They're yeah. nightmares and you don't want to be around them because there is no discipline. Oh, they just have to let the kid know. Because, and we all know this, proper boundaries are mm-hmm. healthy. Proper, um, proper restrictions on things are healthy, yeah. right? We don't let teenagers drink for a reason. Yeah. yeah. You know, because mm-hmm. they don't make fantastic choices. We let them drive at 16 and they still jacked it up a lot, right? Yeah, yeah. New drivers are horrible. Just ask the insurance companies. <laughs> but it's like this whole idea that we can't speak truth into situations mm-hmm. because your truth is at odds with my truth. So now we don't even know what to teach in our schools. And we have moved in this direction that whether you like it or not, whatever you agree with it or not, LGBT things are being taught to your kids across the board. Yeah. Or they can say that they are the opposite gender and then those pronouns are being used and the parents are totally excluded. They're going to make it so in this act, I'm pretty sure that 
if your kid says they want to be opposite, then they can be prescribed hormone blockers without parental consent. So, how do we navigate the world as parents? We don't know yet. This, but, I mean, it's just in, like certain things. I was actually talking to my mom about this. And like, was there anything happening when we were younger that you were, you were really, you really struggled with, you know, and had a parent. My mom said, no, she's like, I, she initially didn't want to have kids because she didn't want to bring kids into the world that it was. And so, mm. um, I just, but like, but look, I mean, we're all doing well, like me and my family, you know, and sure. raised in a home that, um, just love and support and you know they fought for each of us in different ways and um but that's what's crazy you know to think like growing up there was never like this war and like this severe war when it comes to the, ho the household and politics that I can remember mm. and to think like huge life-shifting topics and laws and bills are beginning to to seep into the the home and like you said we are not we don't know how exactly we're going to parent um it's a day in day out situation mm. like you you try and stick to a plan right well sorry yeah no. i can say this mm -hmm. we will parent to our morals and our convictions. Yeah. At the end of the day, regardless of what happens. Mm -hmm. And for us, that is Jesus. Yeah. And we will tell our kids who Jesus says they are, that they are loved, and so forth and so forth. And that was what we will do. Yeah. Like we keep saying we're not going to, that's exactly no, what we're yeah, going to do. Yeah. Now, when it comes to the broader spectrum of things, I don't know what that means for us, but I'll tell you this. If you have kids and your word, you better speak up. Yeah. You better speak up because it, it's right now, it's not really about you. It's about them, mm -hmm. you know? And yeah. as Americans, we have been silenced for, we're, we've been beaten into submission for so long, right? And, and this is only the beginning. Like it's been happening for a long ass time. Yeah. Right. Where white people are now evil, regardless, doesn't matter who you are, what you've said, what you've done, you're automatically evil mm -hmm. and you're automatically racist which is the definition of racism, judging person by the color of their skin and not the content of their character, as defined by Martin Luther King. So. Yeah. So we'd love to hear from you. I know. All. all this heaviness and. Yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a crazy topic. You know, we just, it's. I think too that there's an aspect of like, I kind of want to leave. Land it. I know. Land it. Yeah, I want to land it, this, this, um, land this plane with this support each other if you see you know mm -hmm. we all need support parent to parent friend to friend um we need support and so in this time when it starts getting crazy remember that remember to be a support to one another and not a punching bag absolutely great way and that's the thing i would extend that to children people dealing with these things that is where I think parents have gone wrong mm -hmm. is they have ostracized their kids and then it just 
and over time it is compounded to where we've gotten now. Yeah. Or it's just craziness in that particular arena. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Take us out, babe. <sighs> this is Lindsay. And this is John. And this is Confessions of Us. Night. If you'd like to support Confessions of Us, you can head over to confessionsofus.locals.com. And there you can make any sort of donation you would like to the show. Also, head over to Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube and check us out at Confessions of Us Podcast. If you would like to send us any questions, you can DM us on Facebook or Instagram or email us at confessionsofuspodcast at gmail.com.